0: Would you like early access to all of my content? For a dollar a month, you can get that. Just click the join button down below, or go to patreon.com slash dreams. Enjoy. So, isn't this usually like, my wife died years ago, and every Sunday I smell her perfume... It seems like how this usually goes. Twice now, our apartment will suddenly smell overwhelmingly like my cologne, for about half an hour to an hour, and then it just vanishes as fast as it came. I'm not sure if it's paranormal or a glitch or whatever, but it's weird as hell and starting to get to me. I'll put a lot of detail here and then a TLDR at the bottom. My girlfriend and I rent the entire basement of a house. Two large bedrooms, we use one as our living room, a bathroom, and a hallway area between them all. Our roommate/slash landlord is almost never home. And only ever comes downstairs to either go out the garage or go into the laundry room at the bottom of the stairs. He hasn't been around any of the times this has happened. I wear only one kind of cologne. It's been my trademark scent for over 20 years. A Givenchy Zarius Rouge. It's not exactly common. And it has a very distinct scent. After I got COVID, one of the unfortunate side effects was a minor change in my sense of taste and smell that seems to be permanent now. Very little change overall, but specifically my favorite cologne now smells awful to me, like it's rancid. At one point, I bought a new bottle because I thought the one I had had gone bad, but the new bottle smells the same. Everyone else around me says it's still the same scent, so I keep it around because the women in my life love it. But I hardly wear it anymore because to me it smells awful, and now I have a near-empty bottle and a brand new bottle. The first time it happened, the girlfriend and I were both in the bedroom with the door open. We're the only ones down here. Suddenly, there was a very strong smell, She says she didn't see me put the cologne on. I say I didn't. I get up, and it's much stronger in the hallway and bathroom. The new bottle is on the dresser in the bedroom, but the old one is in the bathroom. Maybe it broke. I go find it. It's not broken, not wet, not leaking. It doesn't even smell strong on the bottle itself. The smell is cloyingly strong in the hallway. I go grab the new bottle completely intact, and also no indication of leakage or use. We both comment on the weirdness, and then just as fast as it came on, it's gone. There's no more smell. And it happened again just now, today. It is definitely my cologne. It smells strange and vaguely rancid to me, and woodsy and sexy to her. No question that it's Givenchy Arius Rouge. It comes on strong, and all at once. It's much stronger in the hallway and bathroom, and it goes away just as fast, after 30-45 to minutes or so, fading right now as I write this. I can't quite get my head around being haunted by my own ghost, so... I really don't know what to make of this. Edit for clarification. When I said above that I hardly wear it anymore... I mean, like, at all. Since it smells bad to me now post-COVID, I've worn it maybe three times in the past four months. If that... Maybe ten times over the past year. Maybe. Rounding way up there. And this isn't a lingering scent, is what I'm getting at here. I'm a high school teacher, and several years ago, my husband and I took a weekend trip to San Antonio for one last getaway before the school year began. One evening, as we sat down at Joe's crab shack, I noticed that a boy in the family we sat next to looked like one of my students from two years prior. I didn't want to stare long enough to be sure, though, that it was him. However, a while into the meal, I heard the young girl, who I assumed to be the sister, call this boy by the name of my student. It's not a common name. I turned quickly now to look at him, and they all looked at me, curiously. Are you the last name that begins with C? Z? I asked. No? They replied. Oh, I'm sorry. I said, I just heard her say, name that starts with K, and I taught a KC two years ago. Oh, They cut in. This is K.C., the father said, pointing at the boy. He smiled quietly, as was characteristic of him. This is K.C., he said again, but we aren't the last name starting with C's. He's been saying, you look like his teacher. One of them, can't remember which one, said. Well, guess what? I said, smiling at K.C., "'I'm teaching juniors this year, so I might get you again.' He was still just smiling, and the sister now had him in a playful headlock. "'I hope we don't get any bad notes home this year,' the mother said. I told them that while I didn't remember KC being a problem himself, he had been in one of my most hyper classes, and I might have sent a few notes home to many of the boys' parents that year.' We then reviewed how crazy the class had been, and the student nodded in agreement when I laughingly mentioned the names of some of his classmates. So, that was that. We said goodbye, and then they left. At the beginning of the school year, about a month after our trip, I did end up with a KC on my roster. On the first day of school, I mentioned seeing him on the river walk. He said nothing until I mentioned it again, and then this time he said, that wasn't me. I questioned him, not just that day, but for several days, because he stuck to his story. He had never been to the river walk that summer. He even swore to God, and he never swore to God, he said. I emailed his mom just to make doubly sure explaining that I knew it was a strange inquiry, but I had to put my mind to rest. She emailed me back and assured me that he was never in San Antonio that summer, and he had been taking care of his little sister while she, his mom, was at work the very evening I thought that I saw him. Also, she was white and had no husband, Nor was there a male figure in Casey's life at this time. The Casey's parents I saw on Riverwalk were black, and the only sister Casey has is much younger than this girl on the Riverwalk. So, the mystery remains unsolved. Was it just a coincidence and there is another Casey who looks just like my Casey, and who has a teacher that looks just like me? Or did I cross into some parallel universe where KC was in San Antonio with a couple that wasn't his parents? Or did KC unknowingly bilocate? He said he was supposed to have been in San Antonio that very week with a good friend, but he didn't go. I'm afraid I may never know, but that's something to think about. This post may run long, because it's my first time sharing a story on Reddit, and I'm no expert writer. This happened several years ago, when my friend and I were in high school. We would always hang out, either at his house, or mine. We happened to be at his house that day. He lived in a pretty normal suburban neighborhood, with about a mile of woods behind his house, separating his neighborhood and another one. We liked to go back there and explore the woods every now and then, instead of staying inside and gaming. One of the times, we were just exploring for a while, kind of just circling the woods. After walking for about an hour or so, just chatting and messing around, we came across a seemingly random house, right in the middle of a big clearing. We'd been in these woods several times before, but never saw this house. We figure we must have just never come this way before. We move closer to investigate, and the place is basically destroyed. It's a single story house. There's a big hole on the back side of the house that looks like it was hit by a wrecking ball. We enter from there and the inside is no different. Old, torn-up furniture, walls, and floors make up the inside. At the time, my friend and I were fascinated more than anything, making theories and jokes to each other about what the history of this strange house could have been. At one point, we thought it might have been owned by some kind of serial killer, because it had several newspapers scattered around with a lot of missing persons reports on them. Again, being dumb kids, we somehow found this more amusing than anything, as if this place had been put as some sort of haunted house destination for Halloween. Anyway, after further exploration of this house, we found what looked like a hatch on the floor, that may have led to some kind of cellar or bomb shelter. It had a lock on it so that we couldn't bust it open, because as brain-dead teenagers, we wanted to go down there and explore some more. After a few more attempts to get this hatch open, we decided to head back to his house to get some bolt cutters. We get back to his house, grab the tool, and then head back to where we came from, We had made our way back in the direction we thought the house to be in, but we never found our way back there. We thought maybe we had just gotten turned around, but we followed a pretty distinct path back. We spent maybe another couple of hours combing that small stretch of woods for the house, to no avail. A little weirded out, we gave up. We headed back and didn't really give it too much more thought beyond a couple internet searches for anything that may have been related to a house in the woods in that area. Nothing came up. Years later, my buddy and I are both married. Neither one of our wives believe our story. His wife even got on Google Earth and searched that area behind his old house. She found nothing. Anyone have any theories on what could have happened to that house? And before you ask, no. Neither of us did any kind of drugs. We were pretty straight and narrow kids. I never really put much stock in these glitch-in-the-matrix-type stories, until it happened to me. Let's start off by saying that I'm 38 years old, and after several years of persistent viral infection called cellulitis that required IV antibiotics to treat, left me with kidney disease, with... My kidney's pretty much useless. I started dialysis three days a week, Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday at four hours ago. Treatment consists of being hooked up to a machine that pulls the blood from your body, cleans it with a combination of filters and chemicals, and then returns it to you via a tandem catheter in the chest. On the day in question. I arrived at my usual time of 10.30, and after waiting in the waiting room, watching the last half hour of The Price is Right, I get called for the temperatures and weight check. After getting the all clear from the reception nurse, I head to my designated chair, Lucky Number 7, and sit down to be hooked up to the machine. As I get prepped, I chat with the nurse technician about this and that, and after she leaves me to my treatment, I plug in my cell phone and pull out my lunch bag from my duffel. Pulling a Capri Sun pouch from the chilled bag, I stick the straw in and take a couple of sips while swallowing the pills they normally give me, mainly vitamin D. I then put the pouch down on the built-in table attached to the armrest. Phone in hand and Bluetooth headphones on my head, I decide to watch a movie to pass the time. I load up the Prime Video app and choose Avengers Endgame for my library. The film begins with the decimation event, aka the blip, taking Hawkeye's family, and then switches to deep space and the rescue of Tony Stark and Nebula by Captain Marvel. Then, I blink a couple of times and I have to keep my eyes closed because of a searing pain, almost like having lemon juice squirted into your eyes. After a few seconds of rubbing my eyelids with the back of my hand, the pain subsides, and I go back to the phone in my hand, only to see the credits are rolling. Thinking that I must have just touched the screen when my eyes closed, I move the timeline back to the beginning where I was, and continue watching. Without looking away from the screen, I reach to my right to grab the juice pouch from the table, only to find it empty and flattened with all the juice sucked out of it, like I normally do. At this point, I'm very puzzled. I wondered if I fell asleep, which has been known to happen, especially during dialysis, but. Then what happened to my juice? I distinctly remember taking just enough to swallow a tic-tac-sized pill, and what caused that pain when I blinked? I asked the nurse if I fell asleep for a couple of hours, and she shook her head and told me that I was watching something on my phone, and barely acknowledged her when she came over to take my blood pressure readings, as they do every half hour or so. So, now... I have this missing 2 hour gap in my day, and no idea what happened to cause it. Any ideas? I was sitting at my computer. My girlfriend had gone upstairs to take a shower. Then the water pipe on the wall sprung a tiny leak like a water gun right on to my keyboard. Q shouting about turning the shower off, her running down in a towel, me grabbing the mop bucket and kitchen towels, etc. She saw the leak and the water everywhere. All normal, right? Well, it took two days for the landlord to get the plumber out to us, because of course it did, and we avoided using the any upstairs water including flushing the toilet, showers, etc. We washed our hands with bottles of water filled from the downstairs sink. Well, the plumber comes. First off, the mop bucket of water is dry as a bone, despite having nearly three liters of water in it originally, and me leaving it there just in case the leak sprang again overnight. There's no way that much water could have evaporated. This isn't an old, cold Victorian brick house in the UK. In winter, you couldn't evaporate a mug of water, let alone a bucket in that time. Anyway, we showed him and his assistant where there was a huge water stain on the pipe where it leaked. Him and his assistant swear blindly that they can't see the stain. Me and my girlfriend are looking at this big, off-colored patch, about an inch square. I even touch it. He touches it where I do. Neither of them can see what we see. His assistant goes upstairs to run the shower so he can find the leak. And nothing. Absolutely nothing comes out. He tries the toilet, the basin, everything. Absolutely nothing. No leak. The plumber still won't acknowledge this big brown stain. I'm still trying to work out where the three liters of water went from the mop bucket. It was there the night before. The plumber obviously thinks that we are weird, and they leave saying they can't find any leaks. I apologize for wasting his time. I'm English, we apologize for everything. Me and my girlfriend show him out and say we will call if it comes back. We go back into the living room, and the brown stain on the pipe is completely gone. There's no evidence of there ever being a burst pipe. Me and my girlfriend still vividly remember this. I got soaked. My keyboard got soaked. Some War games minis I was painting and had on my desk got wet. It was a big deal to clean up. We had to keep the water away from the desktop on the floor. It happened. But there's no evidence of it. To my knowledge, metal pipes with a pinhole leak under high pressure don't just seal themselves. So, what the hell? Was this a glitch? Or something else? My dad usually finished work at 5 p.m., but this night it was really busy, and he rang to say that he probably wouldn't be home until after 9 p.m. At around 7 p.m., I was inside our living room watching a football match with our dog, snuggled up on the couch. My sister was in the kitchen doing her homework. We were the only two people downstairs as my mom was taking a shower and my brother was in his bedroom. To make it easier to follow, I'll describe what each of us heard as we were all in different parts of the house. Shortly after, I hear a key enter the front door. Our door can only be opened with a key from the outside, and then the usual distinct sound of it opening. Jesse's ears perked up, and I remember being excited because this meant that Dad was home, and we would be able to watch the rest of the match together. Usually when he arrived home from work, he would stick his head in, but I thought nothing of it because he was probably tired after his long day. After 30 seconds later, I heard this person start walking up the stairs. Like a lot of people, I can easily recognize footsteps, and this definitely sounded like the usual slow way my dad walks up the stairs. I thought no more of it, and went back to watching the game. The stairs were in between the rooms where my sister and I both were, and she heard the same thing as well as the front door sounds. My mom, who was still in the bathroom, hears the same footsteps, and when they reach the top of the stairs, she too assumes they're my dad's. She shouts out, Is that you, Niall? You're home earlier than you said. But then gets no response. My brother hears all the same things and noticed how strange it was that my dad didn't reply to my mom as he could hear who he thought was my dad in the landing standing outside the bathroom. He remembers there were about 30 seconds of silence, until he hears more footsteps. This time it's the sound of steps walking up the attic stairs. He doesn't ever hear anyone walk back down from the attic. Here's the thing, Dad never came home, even though everyone heard him open the door, and walk up both flights of stairs. Mom ends up ringing his workplace, and he answers, confirming that he's still at work. We are all freaked out by this stage, so much so that my brother and I ended up going up to the attic together with a knife and baseball bat, because we thought there was an intruder. We never figured it out, and... It was the only time something like that ever happened. Last year, I lived in a rental house where we each had a bedroom and bathroom, but had to share a kitchen and living room with the other tenants. I often ate in the bedroom for convenience reasons, That day, I was eating, and suddenly, I had to go to the bathroom. Accidentally, I took my fork to the bathroom, but because I was so desperate to pee, I still did what I had to do while holding the fork. While putting my pants back on, I accidentally dropped my fork. I heard the sound of metal clashing with the tile floor, but ignored it because I had to put my pants back on and wash my hands first. My bathroom only contained a shower and toilet unit. There were no other objects on the floor because I put everything on the upper wall cupboard. The bathroom was not big, maybe only 1.5 by 1.5 square meters, but I could not find my fork. You should know that this fork was the only fork I had at the time. The handle is made of orange plastic, and I bought it in pair with the spoon. I know all the scratches on this fork very well. Earlier this year, I moved into a studio apartment and purchased utensils, which are all stainless steel, without any plastic or anything on the handle. Several hours ago, I went to the bathroom to pee, and suddenly heard a sound like metal colliding with the floor. My orange fork was there, on an empty floor, where there was clearly nothing on it before. The fork was a bit dirty, like it hadn't been washed for a long time after using it, but it was definitely my fork. Another strange thing about the bathroom in my old place, the first time I went there before renting the room... I was taken by the landlord to have a look at the rooms. One of the reasons I ended up renting the place was because there was a sink in the bathroom. My boyfriend and I discussed that when choosing a place for me to rent, after I paid and for everything and moved there, there was no sink. I asked another tenant who rented longer than me and he said all the rooms there were identical. And no one has a sink in their bathroom. I thought I saw it wrong, until one day my boyfriend said he saw there was a sink in the bathroom when we first went there, but it didn't exist a week later. Either we both saw it wrong, or there was something strange about that bathroom. So that was this week's glitch in The Matrix Collection. Hopefully, you all enjoyed that. I know I did. And if you did, hit that thumbs up button, and then leave me a comment letting me know what you thought. You can also leave me a comment with the word of the week. As per last week, I'm going to be pinning my favorite comments, no longer talking about them in the ending here. Uh, I did pin my favorite one from last week, so do check that out. This week's word is Stultify. S T U L T I F Y, which means to render absurdly or wholly futile or ineffectual, especially by degrading or frustrating means. So, an example of that, the earthquake managed to stultify all of the time I had put forward to building my card castle. Yeah, that's kind of a dumb sentence, but enjoy. Anyway, um, yeah, so go ahead and leave me a sentence or story with that. I will pin my favorite again as per last week. I'm going to do that for a while. If it doesn't really work, I'll go back to doing it how I did it. You know how that was. Um, Yeah, so I hope you have a beautiful day, and I hope I'll see you on the next video. But until then, my lovely friends, sleep well.